So when God finds you in that stuck place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's not there just to pick you up, mm-hmm. but he's there to restore your identity. That's so, that's so good. That's so good. Because in this process that we're in is to restore us. Mm-hmm. Restoration. This is restoration time. Mm-hmm. It's to not just only get you to that place of walking out your, your journey of losing weight. But it's about healing you to the core, to the root. Welcome, and this is your daughter, sister, friend, Janae Simone. And this is your mother, sister, friend, Mama Jo. And we are Unveil Soul Food, the podcast. And y'all, we're going to just <laughs> jump right into it. Jump. Jump, jump, do it. <laughs> <laughs> we not holding nothing back. I know some people like to just tease you into it, but we just going to let you know what we talking about today. Our topic is help me. I have fallen and I cannot get up. Oh, and this is a good one because I've fallen many times. Just uh-huh. came off of a fall not too long ago. <laughs> And the thing is, is like we start this journey not talking about the moments where you fall. Right. But it's the moment that's really on the forefront of your mind. Right. Just thinking, I don't think I can do this Mm -hmm. because at some point I will mess this up. Right. But we need a strategy. Yeah. For the fall. That's true. That's true. We need a strategy because I tell you... um, you know, I was remembering when we uh, had just done Whole30 mm-hmm. and we were going to New York and we had already planned when we got to New York, we was going to have pizza, we was going to have Chinese food, things that we can't get here in Charlotte that we're so accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And we went to um, New York and we had us a good old time. Everything tasted good. Because, you know, you, y'all all know New York got the best food. They got the best They food. got the, any kind of food you want, you can get it in New York. If we was living in New York, I don't know if this would be possible. <laughs> we already know God had us here in Charlotte for, for a reason. reason. Yes, right. The That's temptation right. was not as tempting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so we go and we had all this food and now it's time to come back home and uh we was feeling like i mean i was feeling all kinds of bloated everything was swollen from my kneecaps down to my ankle i had hives all over my face <laughs> right and we said uh-uh we, we got to do something yeah we, we do had something we had to jump right back on whole 30 yep, y'all yep right back on because we fell big time hard and it wasn't the only time we fell There was many times in our journey where, whether it was the holidays. Talk about the holidays. When you know the family's coming and we said, all right. So we tell um, everybody, but we're going to serve not just um, fattening food, but we're going to have healthy food. And they're like, no, I don't want that. (laughs) What do you mean? Why are you messing up the game? What are you trying to do? And we're like, oh man, what are we gonna do? All right, so we'll just we'll just cook for Thanksgiving and then we'll get right back on track. Right. And then and then Thanksgiving rolls into Christmas into New Year's. Exactly, because you gotta keep it flowing because the holidays still and you know you still got how long did we eat stuffing and macaroni cheese? Macaroni right. And cheese. Right, for three weeks straight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you jump on the scale come New Year's and it's like, wow. What I did damage. The whole year that it took me to lose 20 pounds and I put it on in a matter of a month? Yeah, that's right. It's real. And so that could be so discouraging. Right. You know, when you fall and then you don't want to get back up. No. Because you you felt like you've fallen so hard. Yeah. You felt like it was a hard fall. It wasn't just a, a little tiny scrape your knees fall. It was a, it was a body bruising fall, mm-hmm. you know. It, it was not only just the, the pounds on the scale, but it was the way you felt. It was the energy that you lost. Yeah. It was like, oh, I don't think I want to, um, I don't want to walk today because, you know, I'm a walker. I don't want to walk today because I was tired. Yeah. Because now I got this, all this extra weight that I got to drag down the street. Mm-hmm. And, and you, again, got accustomed to putting things in your body that you shouldn't have been putting in your body. 
And once I started putting it in my body, the sugar, my body kept calling sugar, 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 sugar. Mm-hmm. Them cravings come back. They was coming back. They was kicking me in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. Literally in the gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when that happens and you fall, you want to stay on the ground. You want to wallow in it. Yeah. Yeah. You you want to go all the way. Right. You're like, I'm already here. I might as well go all out. Right. And, and I know I could make excuses. I tell her, like, I'm already here. So let me just um, do this for uh, another week or two and then I'll get, get, get I, back I plan, on. I would plan. Then I'm strategizing mm-hmm. how I'm going to stay in this prostrate position. <laughs> <laughs> Prostrate. <laughs> but not prostrate in the sense of we're thinking. I mean face down, yes. wallowing. 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 In in your mess. That's right. right. That's right. But the thing is, God does not desire for us to stay in our mess. And it no. actually reminds me of the scripture, um, Proverbs twenty-four, what is it, twenty-four sixteen? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it talks about the righteous man falls seven times and rises again. Amen. And the beautiful part of us falling mm-hmm. when God is a part of the process is that he doesn't let us stay on the ground. Praise the Lord. What a what a mighty God. Just that, just even hearing you say that, it just gives me so much. Um, peace because it makes me really think how much God loves us, mm-hmm. how much he loves me. I got to make it personal to myself and how much he loves me and he's not going to let me stay there. Yeah. You know, he's not going to let me stay God- there and I thank God. I thank him for his love Yeah, and his mercy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it truly is mercy. I think a lot of times people are even deterred from starting. Right. Because they are afraid of falling. Right. They're afraid of the failure. They're afraid that they don't have the discipline. Or, or the tools. Or the tools. Or the, they don't know if they could be consistent enough to maintain this as a lifestyle. Right. So they say, okay, I'll try for, you know, a week <laughs> or two weeks mm-hmm, or 30 mm-hmm. days, uh-huh. maybe Maybe three months, maybe a year. We put these time frames on it so that we can have this kind of control over, okay, I could put this much energy right. into it for a certain amount of time. But there's no peace in that, though. There's, mm. there's no peace in that because now you're working, you're working in your own strength. I know for myself. There's just no peace when I put these limits on myself because I feel like, Joan, you know, good and full well, you're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> you know, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And and then I, but I'm like, okay, and I'm grinding. I'm trying to grind it out, grind it out. But it's not until the release. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Lord, help me. Yeah. Help that, me. That was something I had to come to terms with is I had to stop overestimating my willpower and I had to become real with myself and say I do not have as much willpower as I think I do right I I might say oh yeah I could do this for x amount of time but the truth was I couldn't Mm -hmm. and I was overestimating how much self-control that I I thought I had because that's what I thought I needed to have Mm -hmm. and that's what I felt society and culture was trying to show me I should have. Right. So I was saying, okay, well, if this is how it should be, then I got it. Let me go and do it in my strength. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the truth is I couldn't rely on me. No, no, no. And the truth is I had to recognize, and this was freeing to me, but I had to recognize that Joan can't do anything in her own strength. I had to say, Lord, I am weak. And mm-hmm. your word says, when I am weak, you are strong. I had to learn to, and I'm learning 
to rely on God's strength and relying on his strength. What does that look like to me? It looks like saying, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. Help me, Lord. Mm-hmm. Help me. Help me not to go into that refrigerator. Help me to hear your voice. Help me to seek your word. Help me. Right. Because I feel like, especially today in diet culture, there's like this intense um, emphasis on having this self-control and this consistency to see results. And the truth is, when it comes to God, who is not only helping us through the process, Mm -hmm. but he's teaching us in the process Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he's healing us in the process. Right, right. That God, who knows everything, right? He stands outside of time, has already made an allowance for your mess up. Mm. Praise God. He already knows Mm. when you're going to mess up. He already knows when you're going to have a setback. He already knows when you're going to have a relapse. And he already has a plan Mm. to get you back on Mm. track. Mm. So you're no longer going on the pace of your own engine. Okay. But you are going on the pace of grace. Amen. Amen. And his grace is sufficient. Sufficient. Amen. 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 That is so, so good. Mm. That that was a piece of chocolate cake right there. <laughs> you like the way that tastes. Huh? I like the way that tastes. That, that was some some food for my soul right there. But I feel like honestly, that's the the biggest thing that people are missing on this journey is grace. Yes, yes. They don't have grace for themselves. Right, right. You know, and so when you fall, you also fall into condemnation. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're falling into this, ooh, I I did it again. I, I knew I shouldn't have done it. Look at me. I'm mm-hmm. just never going to get this right. I'm never going to be able to mm-hmm. do this. And condemnation really is the main agent that keeps you stuck. Right, right. That's right. That That's straight sin. Exactly, because mm-hmm. I, I think that we have to start seeing condemnation as sin. That's right. That's right. Because Jesus did not come to condemn the world. Mm -hmm. So why are we condemning ourselves? Exactly. He came to set us free. Exactly. He came to set us free. So even in the fall, there's still freedom. Ooh. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Because we have a savior. Right, right, right. So I think we have to now start looking at certain factors right right what's what's keeping us from developing this self-discipline exactly and developing you know consistency and and truly consistency not looking like the world sense of consistency consistency yes yes yes. which is like going and going and going and going Mm -hmm. well that's not that's not god's design Right. Just if you, if y'all don't know that, that's not God's design. Right, that's right. He allows for us to rest. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He needs us to rest. Right. He designed our bodies for rest. He rested. He rested. So even the, the notion of that we could just keep going and going and going is is not of God. No, no. That's that's your your flesh um trying to take over again. Right. Take control of that engine. Yes. I think I can. I think I can. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And you really on E. And you're on E. Right. right. About to conk out. Exactly. 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 But when we really look at, because people say, I don't have the self-discipline. I can't be consistent enough. I'm not even going to try. What? What's the true setback? What's the true holdup? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ma? I think the true holdup is um, us looking at ourselves, putting too much emphasis on what we can do. Mm. And I think the true holdup for me is when I'm looking at me mm. and when my focus is not on Jesus. Yeah. That's my true holdup. Mm-hmm. My true holdup a lot of times is Joan. Yeah. Because your motive matters. Exactly. And... Uh, a lot of times the motive can be, oh, I, I want to lose weight. I want to mm-hmm. fit into my clothes. Mm-hmm. I want to look good. Right. Uh, 
even if it's um something of just about your own personal health mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which these these things aren't bad no for goals mm-hmm. but it for it to be your motivation is they're, they're not lasting right exactly what happens when you actually get to the goal right <laughs> right so right so your motivation has to be lasting yeah so for me i think what motivates me now at this stage is jesus mm-hmm. and, and that might sound like kind of cliche but, but what i mean is that i know that god wants me whole and i know that he created me so uniquely and i know that he tells me in his word that my body's the temple of the holy spirit mm-hmm. so i know that my my motivation now is taking care of my temple yeah. and so that's for the long haul yeah, it, it's like the word became alive to me mm-hmm. when it said your body was made for the Lord and the Lord for your body. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about this journey and my motivation mm-hmm. shifting to right. this is about God, this yeah. is about relationship, yes. this yes. is about intimacy, Yeah, yeah. it became so much bigger yeah. than just you. Just me. Right. And it became so much bigger than the, the goals that I had attached exactly, to it. Exactly. But so this became a God right. thing, not it, a me yes. thing. Yes. And when I think of the fact that God is transforming and conforming me to his His um image, that excites me because it's no longer about me. Yeah. Because if I just look at Joan, I'm like, hmm, what? But when I look at the fact that God created me, you, there's no one else like me. Mm-hmm. I'm who God made me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's transforming the me to be more like him. It, it almost felt like this was actually an invita- invitation to go on a very personal journey with God. Right, right, You right. know, this yeah. journey of discovering mm-hmm. myself, discovering my worth, discovering right. my temple, right, my body. She said discovering and really discovering some of those hidden areas, mm-hmm. areas that I've hidden that um, the Lord is bringing to the surface because in order to heal me, it's deeper than just being a particular weight or looking a particular way or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so much deeper than that. And the purpose is just so much bigger. Yeah. Because this journey isn't about us anyway, alone. It, I mean, we get to reap the bennies of <laughs> having a healthy temple. Yeah. But um, we get to um, come along with everybody who's listening to this podcast. We can walk the walk together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely became bigger in the sense of, you know, how we talked about before. You become a light. Yes. It it starts to become like people, people's eyes are on you. And so now you're not just talking the talk. You're not right. talking about the glory of God. You're right. displaying the glory of yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. Because there's a look to that. Oh, yeah. And as quiet as it's kept, but glory has a look. Yeah, yeah. And it's not 36, 24, 36. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just throw that out there. (laughs) But it's it's a look of peace. It's a look of joy. It's a look of freedom. Yeah, contentment. Contentment. And that radiates. It does. Through your countenance, yeah, through your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we think that it's all just spiritually happening on the inside, but that manifests outwardly. It does. It really does. Because I know I've seen people who I look at them and they just look so beautiful to me. But I don't, I mean, like just a, it's just radiating out. Like I look at them and I say, gee, I know that's a woman of God. I know that's a man of God mm-hmm. because you, I just see the, the peace, the peace of, of God on them. Um, you know, grace looks good. Yeah. Grace looks good. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that it takes a, a change of your perception and your motive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's also 
just coming to the place of where it's also not just a a focus on you're going to fall, but stripping away a lot of those limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we go into things already with a preconceived idea. Right. Mm-hmm. based upon the past mm-hmm. or based mm-hmm. upon what people have said about us. And you automatically say, oh, I don't have self-discipline and I and I cannot be consistent. And the truth is self-discipline is a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And because it is a fruit of the spirit, that means you cannot have self-discipline apart <laughs> from the Holy Spirit. Right. So the Holy Spirit develops your self-discipline. Yes, he does. It's, it's nothing that cannot be developed. Right. And you know, when you fall mm-hmm. and then you say, Lord, help me, that's self-discipline right there. Mm. Yeah. And that, that that's a discipline where you're really looking to your loving father yeah. to help you. Because that's really the thing about self-discipline that I had to learn on this journey because I, I was one of the girlies that was constantly praying, God, I need more self-discipline. I need more self-discipline. And the thing is, God had to show me self-discipline is not the ability to discipline yourself more. Right now. Self-discipline is the ability to die to self. Y'all, come on. To allow the Holy Spirit to discipline you more. In the way that the Holy Spirit will show up and discipline you might not be the way you think you need to be disciplined. You're stirring the pot now. <laughs> You're stirring the pot. <laughs> because there's been many times where I would pray, Lord, help me to do accomplish a certain habit right because i think oh that's the way i need to be disciplined and then the holy spirit would show me to speak to my friends more and i'm like okay what's this you know two and two have anything to do with that but it was like the holy spirit god only has the ability has the ability to see beyond your now mm-hmm. he sees the future mm-hmm. and so the discipline that holy spirit does is not for the now it's for the future right so he's working in a way in all we that we can only submit to mm-hmm. and so i learned that self i had to redefine self-discipline in order to realize it, it has nothing to do with my control. Mm-hmm. Right. It has everything right. to do with allowing God to, to have control. To have control. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Because we are control freaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 God wants us to learn to give Him the control. And I think that's really that's truthfully. Mm-hmm. The reason why this journey is so hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. is they don't want to relinquish the control. Right. Because tell me, tell me why in this United States of America <laughs> that people are getting such so much more unhealthier. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be so knowledgeable and have all this information at our fingertips and, you know, all we need is there. Just just search the internet. Right. So if this is so true, why are we getting so much more unhealthy? Yeah. And why? Because we try to take control. Right. And we don't want to relinquish it to our loving Savior. Also, why are people so fearful Mm -hmm. of getting healthy? Right. Or why are they... So against right. getting healthy, mm-hmm. we have to look at the true opposition. Right. And a lot of times the opposition are lies from the enemy mm-hmm. and lies we tell ourselves. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And lies that's been placed on us. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, I remember when I was a little girl and I was... Um, you know, I wouldn't even say chubby. I guess what they would call thick, and I was short. And people would say, oh, 
you're going to be short and, and stout, just like your grandmother. <laughs> and I was like, well, that doesn't sound so good. <laughs> and, and, and it was a lie that um, people are trying to place on me. And, and it's, it's one of those lies that the Lord is delivering me from. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm grateful because a lot of times, you know, you're told, well, you know, your mother had this and your father had that. And, and you're just waiting for the, the guillotine to drop on your neck because people told you that this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's a lie straight from the pits of hell. Right. Because people think oh, I already know what the outcome's going to be. Right. That's right. Right. And the truth is you don't know you what the outcome is going right. to be. It's not written, written in stone, mm-hmm. especially where you have a God that works in the specialties of the impossible right the word says is there anything too hard or too wonderful for me Mm. and it also says that god withholds no good gifts from his children so if if you are marinating in the word of god yes and you really adapt his word to be your truth yes yes that then it means there needs to be no limitation uh-huh, uh-huh. on what you can do. Right. So you know what you're saying, Janae, when you use the word marinate, it makes me think of not only not only marinating, but I think we got to change up our seasonings. Mm. Mm. We got to change up the things that we season into our souls. Ooh. Change up that spice game. Change it up. <laughs> change it up. You know, we have to. Yeah. It's what we are allowing to go into our minds. Yes. That hinder us from performing. Yes. 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 Hinder us from executing. Right. So we have to take captive mm-hmm. the thoughts of our mind. Yes. And how do you do that? Only through the word of God. Yes. Nothing that we can conjure up ourselves. We that's why it's so important to know the word and Hey, you can Google if you if you don't know what that means. Google it, Lord. How do I take captive the thoughts of my my mind according to the Word of God? What scriptures can I go to? What scriptures can I season my mind with? And you know, when we talk about knowing the Word, we look at that as okay, just open up your Bible and read the scripture, right? And that's it. But to know the word means gaining understanding of that word mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. And we cannot understand the word apart from the Holy Spirit. Right. So it also requires prayer. Yeah. I, I, I'll just say freely and openly for myself, there was many times where I read the word, but that, it didn't mean nothing to me. Nothing. Just reading it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really believe it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, the word says things like you're fearfully and wonderfully made, but I didn't actually feel that way about mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So there was a disconnect between me and the word. Right. So I didn't really know the word. Right. Because I wasn't connected to the word. Right. And so there is also a process of asking the Lord for the word to come alive for you. Yes. Come on. So it actually means something to you. Not personally. It's it's personal. That yes. the word is made personal. To you. And God desires for his word to be personal to us. Yes. The Bible is, is a book of life, but it's also a love letter to us. Yes. Yes. And, and God wants us to be in a personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. It's so personal because we're all, we've all got different issues. We're all wired different ways. We all come from different situations, circumstances. So for, in order for the word to become alive to you, you got to get personal with Jesus Mm -hmm. and you got to be honest. Yeah. You got to be honest with the Lord. It's okay because he already knows what you're thinking anyway. Right, right. He already knows all about you. He created you. So if you're thinking, Lord, you know what? This makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You say it. Say, Lord, this makes absolutely no sense to me. Please break it down. And you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting because like, I feel like a lot of people say, well, why should I say it if, the, if God already knows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we confess it not for God, but for us. Right. And that helps us to feel closer to the Lord. Yes, yes. Because when we confess our truth to God, mm-hmm. and then 
get a response mm-hmm. from God mm-hmm. that he's received it. Right. That creates intimacy. It that does. creates relationship. Yes. Yes. It's like, yeah, God knows, but you saying it, it creates trust. Right. With God. Yeah. And that's what God wants. He's like, do you trust me mm-hmm. to confess your truth to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then expect me to receive it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and so in the process of even giving your body mm-hmm. over to God as a mm-hmm. living sacrifice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what I learned. That's what it looks like to freely give my truth, all of my truth right. to God mm-hmm. and believe he'll receive me. Right. And it's baby steps. Mm-hmm. You know, just just take a baby step and just be honest with the Lord about this whole situation. Another thing is repent. Yeah. You know, because sometimes we're angry with God because we're in the condition that we're in. Mm, you know, true. we blame God. Like, God, why did you let this happen to me? If you're God, you could have stopped this. <laughs> why you let me get fat, God? <laughs> why you let me get fat? You know that I had to go um, on a cruise. Yeah. Now I can't go into the pool because I can't put my bathing suit on. You know? Right. It's, and it's like, yeah, we want to blame God for yes. things yeah. that was never God. Right. Because we never invited him into it. Right. right. We want him to fix something that we was messing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the moment that we do truly invite God into the process, mm-hmm. whether you're just getting started right. or whether you, you're in a fallen space right, right now, because right. you may very well be in that place where you have fallen mm-hmm. and you've fallen for a long time. That's right. That's right. And when I say long time, I'm not just talking about months. It could be years. That's right. That's right. And it, it really makes me think about, um, the story in the gospel mm-hmm. um, is in John 5 where uh, Jesus healed the, the man at the pool. Right. And the, the pool of Bethesda. And this man was stuck mm-hmm. for 38 years. 38 years. 38 long years. Right. Mm-hmm. Stuck and could not get to a place of, of his healing. Right. And he felt like he didn't have no help to get there. Right, right. But when you have a saint, Jenny, huh? where where was that? But that's that's in John five one through five. One through fifteen. One through fifteen. Yeah, right. So Excuse John me. five one through fifteen. Yeah, I would um tell you all to have a look at it. Yeah, go and read that. Go read it because it, it it's healing. M- meditate on it. Yes, yes, yes. Because. This man was at a point of, I'm never getting from this spot. Right. But when Jesus came Mm -hmm. to him. Right. I feel like this is a season where Jesus is coming to you. Yeah. Mm. He's coming to you and saying, pick up your mat and walk. Walk. Mm. And it's so easy to read that scripture and Mm -hmm. see that Jesus healed that man and he was able to walk. Right. But so much happened in that moment Mm -hmm. because that man wasn't just able to walk, Mm -hmm. but he was also restored of his identity. Ooh. Mm. He had restoration in his purpose. Oh, wow. And that man was set free. Mm. So when Jesus said, would you, do you want to be made Whole. Do you want to be made well? Yes. It was to the core of him. Yeah. Come on now. It wasn't just so he could walk. Right. It was so that his whole being could be restored. What a God. So when God finds you in that stuck Mm -hmm, place, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's not there just to pick you up, Mm -hmm. but he's there to restore your identity. That's so, that's so good. That's so good. Because in this process that we're in is to restore us. Mm -hmm. Restoration. This is restoration time. Mm -hmm. It's to not just only get you to that place of walking out your, your journey of losing weight, but it's about healing you to the core, to the root. Because a lot of things are going to come up. Mm-hmm. You know, as you go through this process, just have to share this. One of the things that I'm battling is um, how I think people see me mm. visually. 
and, and and this is this is huge for me because of my um warped way of seeing myself and God is bringing me through a, a process but God is saying to me Joan stop worrying about how people see you mm. because the way that they see you is not the way that you see yourself yeah and I said okay God you know okay he says so don't worry about it just just stay focused on me mm-hmm freeing me up it's freeing me up yeah the it's the focus the focus yes the focus being on the lord yes and the and the pressure mm-hmm. comes off right because a lot of times when you fall mm-hmm. there is this pressure mm-hmm. to get yourself back up right right mm-hmm but with Jesus, it's like he's holding his hand out, mm-hmm. lifting you back up. Mm. So you're not getting up on your own. Glory, hallelujah. And you're not getting up on, in your own strength. That's right. You're Praise getting up God. again with the help of the Holy Spirit. Bless the Lord. In the time that he has provided for you. Amen. And not only is there restoration, but there's redemption. Mm. So... It's like the Lord will restore you in a way mm-hmm. that the time you felt you lost mm-hmm. wasn't even lost. Mm. Now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. Because now, because this is this is this is this is the truth right here. This is the yes, nugget, y'all. Yes. When you go into it in your strength, uh-huh. then you are doing things. And the natural timing. Right. But when you go into it with God's strength, uh-huh. then you are mandating supernatural timing. Ooh. And that's a time. Wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> are y'all writing this down? Because this is a nugget. This is a big nugget. This is a gold nugget right here. You have now stepped into a supernatural time frame. Yes. Where God, the creator of time, Mm -hmm. who stands outside of time, Mm. is orchestrating your process. Amen. So now time Mm. is not your dictator. Ooh. God is. Mm. So if, if he wants... He could supernaturally speed up the process. Right. Or he could supernaturally slow down the process so that your mind and your heart and your soul can catch up. Ooh, the alignment. But he aligns Mm. it for you so that you can glean everything that you need without the restriction Mm. and the stress of time restraints. Mm, 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 mm. And people, there is no crumbs in the kingdom. No crumbs. God uses everything. Yes. Everything. Yes. Everything. Even the setbacks. The setbacks. Especially the setbacks. That's where he really, really does a great work. Because let's 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 talk about what happens. What do you do? What do you do when you fall? Because you know, in the church, even when it comes to sin, we want to talk so much about how to not fall. Right. But we don't talk enough about what to do when we fall. That's right. right. And the, the truth is people fall. That's right. That's you know, right. and in these, even need... in the Bible. Oh yeah. Look at all the falling that took place there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Y'all must not be reading the same Bible we read. <laughs> right. Cause all I see is people falling. That's right. And God helping them back Help up. Help them right back up. But He's a restorer. And, and that's why we have to be honest mm-hmm. about the fact that we fall. Right. You know, we fall into sin. We fall into temptation. Yeah. You know, God, God knows that. Mm-hmm. But there are steps right. for after you fall. Right. And it's and it's not like we get comfortable and saying, okay, well, I'm just going to fall and God just going to pull me back right. up. <laughs> so let's, let's bring clarity to that also. But, but when you fall... And you see how God picks you up. Mm-hmm. And you see how much he loves you. Yeah. You just want to love God back. Mm-hmm. You don't want to keep falling. Yeah. You, do, you don't want to keep going there because God, he just loves on you. Mm-hmm. And his grace right. is just so good to you. He meets, his mercy. Right. Mm-hmm. He meets us with grace and mercy. Yes. And grace and mercy is is not God saying, 
like oh, okay i'm gonna give you a pass right that's a lot of times what we attribute right. grace and mercy to mm-hmm. is like god just gave us a pass sometimes right. grace is the discipline right <laughs> you know after you done fa- fell right that's right that's you know right. grace is the lesson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know right grace is the the the, the spanking right <laughs> yeah you know, we don't want to talk about a spanking. Right. <laughs> that, you know. The discipline. The discipline mm-hmm. that comes after a fall. Right. That sometimes we want to escape, but the truth is that we need. That's right. That's right. But grace in allowing God to show you and to teach you mm-hmm. through the fall. Yeah. Yeah. And to guide you out of it. You know, right. he doesn't he doesn't leave you there. That exactly. is the grace. And you know, I think about how um God says that um with the same love mm-hmm. that he lavishes on us, it's so good, it's so sweet mm-hmm. that it makes us more loving. Yeah. Not only to Others, but even to ourselves. Yes, compassionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because it's like if God can love me Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. my mess. That's right. Who am I to not love myself and others for their mess? That's right. So it's like the fall is part of humanity. Amen. In order for us to have compassion on each other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to know just how much we need a savior. Yes, yes, yes. Because we're never going to arrive. Mm-hmm. The Lord created us to be in commune with him. Yes. So we're not going to ever get to a place where we don't need Jesus. Chalk yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. If that's if you think that you're going to, okay, I got this, this thing down packed. I don't need it no more. No, we're never going to get to a place where we don't need our loving father. And there's something that is so freeing mm-hmm. about that. Right. Knowing that you don't have to arrive. Right. Yes. <laughs> mm. I don't have to arrive at perfection mm-hmm. in order to be accepted. So you're just putting the icing on the cake now. Huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to arrive at perfection in order to be accepted. Amen. By our creator. Praise God. And Praise so him. when you fall, and I, I believe you, you said this already, um, because y'all, like we said before, we're going to hit you with practical. Yeah. But- as you said before, repentance, mm. that's number one. Yeah. And I and I would say personally, that's something that the Holy Spirit really led me to do because once he, once God started bringing me out of this condemnation headspace yes. and it's a conviction, mm-hmm. I started feeling convicted every time I fell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I knew in order to, and conviction was like, wait a minute, I know I'm out of the will of God in this. Exactly. So in order for me to get back into the will of God, I have to repent. You have to. I have to turn back to him. You have to. I can't keep going in this same direction. Exactly. So repentance became the crucial number one starting point. Yes. In order for me to get back on track. Yes. Because it wasn't me getting back on track. It was, again, just getting into that position mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to get me back on track. Come on. Because I'm saying, Lord, I want to be in your will. Yes. You have to show me yeah. your will because I, I lost sight of it. Exactly. And that's where the peace and the joy comes in at. Yeah. That's where it comes in at when you when you walk in in God's will it's like you, you just feel freed up. Mm-hmm. You feel freed up. You feel lighter. Repentance is it feels good, y'all. It does. You know, it does. It does. <laughs> it feels good to repent and to turn back and say, "Abba, Daddy, please." Help me. Right. And don't be shamed to repent. Right. Because the Lord already know what you're going to repent about. Mm-hmm. You know, just remember, God knows and sees all about us. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. You repent. Oh, wow. Oh, you did that? Mm-hmm. You already know what I did. 
Yeah. So don't be ashamed to repent because it's a refreshment for your soul. Mm-hmm. I know it refreshes my soul. It's like, you know, when you're um, parched, you're like parched, you haven't drank uh, water in a long time and your lips are dry and your mouth is dry. But then when you repent, it's like God quenches you um, with his love. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's sweet. It's a sweet. It's getting in that sweet spot. And a part of it that sometimes we don't talk about is repentance very oftentimes can be coupled with deliverance. Mm. We repent and it also brings clarity of, oh, wait a minute. The, the reason why mm-hmm. I even fell mm-hmm. is because there's a stronghold here. Ooh. Mm. And that could be pride. Uh-huh. That could be shame. Mm-hmm. That could be rejection. Uh-huh. It could be control. Uh-huh. It, it could be so many it things. It could be grief. It could be grief. It could be greed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being greedy, uh-huh. right? It, it could be so many things. Right, right. And to know that in order to walk in the will of mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. that God has to deliver you. Right. From the root issue. Right, right, right. Process right there of freedom. Yes, yes. You know, you're getting freed from something deeper than just the act of falling. Um, The repentance, deliverance. Yes. And then also asking for a renewal of mindset. Renewing of your mind brings about the transformation that we need. Yes. And so equipping your mind with the word, like we said before. Yeah. yeah. And prayer. Prayer. Mm-hmm. To really ask, asking God, mm-hmm. what are the limitations in my mind that keep me going back to these cycles? Right, right. And lastly, it is also not being afraid to go back to step one. Mm, good, good. Mm-hmm. Right. We had to go back to step one a lot of times. Yes. The one good thing that we have to point out, going back to the step one got easier. Yes. Yes. It got easier. People don't want to go back to step one. They don't want to feel like, oh, man, I got to start all over again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I already did this. I had made so much progress. Now I got to do it all over again. But the thing is, when you do it all again, you become stronger Mm -hmm, at it. mm -hmm. It conditions you. You know, you have more endurance and perseverance for it. You see it from a different angle and a different perspective right so you learn new things from going at it again yeah yeah. you know it's like almost like taking a class for the second time right and it's like oh the class is easier now because you already got this information right so sometimes you have to build in that in order to move forward right it's like lifting weights yeah you know like when you first start to um go to the gym like myself i like to laugh about it but um, a girlfriend of, of mine, we went to the gym and we decided we're going to get a personal trainer. So the first thing he wants to do is put us on um, the bike. And we barely could ride for five minutes. <laughs> and, he, and the trainer kept saying, don't worry, don't worry, it's going to get better. I said, better? I could barely breathe. Oh, I beat you because <laughs> I, I remember the first time um, I worked out with a personal trainer and I almost passed out and I threw up. Yeah, yeah. And I felt so embarrassed uh-huh. and I felt so ashamed. Like yes. I can't believe uh-huh. that you were that, that I'm far here. Gone. Yeah. yeah, that far gone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he, but he just looked at me with so much just grace, uh-huh. right? And right. Said, don't worry. Two weeks from now, you're not going to feel this way. And it was the absolute truth. It was. And yeah. I feel like that's how God looks at us. Yes, like, yes. It's not always going to be this hard mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you just continue with the process. Right, If right. you allow me to yes. develop your strength. Yes. If you allow me to develop your endurance. Yes. If you just stick with me in the process. Yeah. Because Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. also a coach, y'all. Oh. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. He's also a coach. Yeah. And then if and when you just stick with God in the process, yes. you start to learn and discover mm-hmm. new things to where you don't feel like you're trying at it anymore. Right. That is just a part of you. Exactly. And that's exactly. how it becomes a lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yes. 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 Mm, yes. Falling is a part of the lifestyle. Right. <laughs> and, and, and by the way. I can ride on a bike now for at least an hour. There we go. There we go. There we go. (laughs) It's about sticking it out, y'all. And don't let the fall get you down. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Don't let the fall get you down. Right, right, right. Okay. So there's no shame. There's no condemnation. Amen. Through Christ Jesus. That is the word, y'all. That's the word. Living word. And I really feel someone mm. needs to hear that yes. right now, that there's no condemnation yes. in where you are right now. No exactly. matter how you feel your body looks, yes. it don't matter you know, how many sizes, too big or too small you are. Right, right. You know, it doesn't matter where you are in your health right now. Right. And you might be saying, how did I get here? That's right. How did I let myself get exactly. to this point? Exactly. No. There is no condemnation Damnation. through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all he wants to do is come in and rescue you. Ooh. Mm. Mm. He wants mm. to pick you up, y'all. Mm. He mm. wants to pick you up. Yes. All right. Oh, wow. That's so good. That's so good. That's, I tell you, mm. that, that was satisfying to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You know, we... Hope that your soul was fed. Yes. By listening to this yes. and that you are feeling full. Amen. And Amen. ready and energized to get back up again. That's right. Right? Even if, if it's the fifth, sixth, seventh right. time, 20th, 20th, the yes. 30th. That's right. Uh, a righteous man falls seven times. But rises again. Amen. It's time to rise. Rise up. It's time to rise. Rise up. All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please, 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 y'all. Support by liking this, sharing this. Send this to somebody who you feel needs to hear it. Send it to your your health buddy or your health partner so y'all can be in alignment together in the spirit that's right mind body and soul yes and we can't wait to just talk with y'all again yeah 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 come on come on we look to see you next week and and sit down and sup with you you have a prayer for us mama joan always Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this this time to just come together and just share your goodness and your mercy. We just thank you that we can come to you when we fall down. We could look to you with a heart of expectation, knowing that you're just right here waiting for each one of us to just bring this to you in prayer, knowing that you are a deliverer. You're, you're a redeemer, mm-hmm. and you're a loving father. So, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you right now, and we just give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. All right, we'll see y'all next week, same time, same place.